This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. BetQL Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Uh, this is a crazy 60 minutes on the way. Uh, all our bets for tonight, NBA and NHL, that's coming up momentarily. And uh, we're going to give you all our bets for tomorrow in the National Football League, side total and props for the three games, and then side and total for all the games coming up week 15, NFL Sunday. Just to the people... I don't think we have time, unfortunately, right? We could maybe sneak in like one or two more if we wanted to, but problem. what do you think? Do you want to do maybe – why don't we do our bets? Like let's do the bets, and then maybe we could find some space in the next couple segments for like one or two more. Let's see how it goes. So so to the people on YouTube and Twitch, like I know, we got a, a bunch of them in. I know because I saw a lot of them on YouTube. I don't know. On our Twitch, you like can't like – See, like, the ch- retroactive chat. It's only, like, what you see from the moment you log in. I don't know if that's, like, consistent across. I don't use Twitch because I'm I'm an old. I think it is. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Um. So for the people that sent in, look, if we didn't get to your question, like, we actually, like, and we're always honest, I would tell you, like, I don't apologize and I don't care if I didn't care. I actually do apologize because you're taking the time out of your day to, like, send something in to be interactive with us. So what we are learning here, candidly, like, about this segment is that it's awesome and that you guys are sending in stuff that's really great, and we really like responding to it. We were just saying during the break, like, we think this is one of the best things we do on the show now, and it is honestly, it's because you guys are giving us great stuff to work with. So it is a sincere apology today if you took the time out of your day to watch the show and send something in, and we don't get to it. The good news is, is that we will rectify this. Maybe not today, candidly, because we have so much stuff we have to get to, but we will rectify this in the future. We are going to start, you know, allotting more time for the social segment. We'll eventually give it a name and we'll brand it and we'll have imaging for it, etc. But like, we apologize if we don't get to it. Thank you very much to everyone who submitted entries. We'll try and sneak in a couple more. If we don't get to you today, you a person that submitted and we haven't read it yet, I promise that we will do it in the future. You have our word that that will be the case, both because it's the right thing to do and also because it's good content that makes our job easier, honestly. So there you go. Um, All right, 
So let's get to the bets for tonight. Let's start out on the ice with Bets of Steel. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. All right, been a, not not the best hockey betting week for me. So hopefully, hopefully we finish strong. Let's drop the puck four times for the number of questions we answered today from the uh, from, from in the social segments. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Drop the puck. Oh yeah, we have dropped the puck. Can uh, I don't think we have to go through every game. Do you want to roll through your bets for tonight in, uh, on the hashtag on the ice? Yeah, sure. I got a few a few things that I like. Uh, apparently, there's a stampede in my upper floors. But it's anybody who has kids. It's Friday. Uh, anyway, there's uh, actually I like this card for hockey a lot tonight. Um, Jonathan Quick is going to start for the Rangers. For people who have not been been paying attention to what's happening with them, they win a lot of games. Uh, but they have Igor Shesterkin, like the Vezina winner from a few years ago, and Quick. And Quick has been 700 million times better in like every single start this year and actually has like been way better. And it's led to like a running joke that Jonathan Quick does this everywhere he goes, like usurps the the talent from the uh, the other goalie. Um, but anyway, he's starting tonight. The Rangers are coming off a brutal performance against Toronto. Now, they're a huge favorite in the game. So like, there's no, like, there's you know, play the money line, I guess, if you want. I think puck line's okay. I think there's a chance with like how terrible the ducks are recently that you could play shutout in the game for quick and it's actually like a it's and then it's actually pretty good so you could play shutout exact scores like 2030 stuff like that i think there's some fun ways to play this game with the idea that like quick is just completely on fire right now and i don't think that's going to stop home against the ducks in the game that they like kind of have to win um so i like kind of those bets tonight if you want to try to play the game that way good luck uh, I like Nashville against Carolina. Nashville's kind of figured something out the last couple of weeks. Kachetkov has been really hot, cold, has a number of terrible starts recently. That's a big price for Nashville on the road, like 150, 155. I like them. Uh, Nick kind of, we talked about the over in the Bruins Islanders game. Nick, you can do that if you want, um, just because you thought of it. Uh, my bet for this game, and I actually just, it's, it's a shame on me for not noticing this because I kind of did, but then didn't bet it. Uh, the Islanders have played more one-goal games at this point in the season than I think almost any team in NHL history. Uh, they've also had something like 11 games. I think it's 11 games have gone to overtime already this year in Islanders games. This is like a stylistic. It has to be. Like, too many of their games are one-goal games, whether they go to overtime or not. There's just like, so maybe it's like third-period adjustments, like being super conservative, like being okay taking the point and see what happens. They play games like this, and they did it last year a little bit too, to be fair. It's insane. And the price on their games to go to overtime, like if you would literally, I hate these kind of comments, but like it's true. If you would bet this in every game, it's they're about plus 350 to go to overtime tonight. I mean, like insane return so far now it could be randomness it could not continue they could go no overtime for 60 more games i'm gonna start betting islanders games to go to overtime and in certain situations where the plus one and a half is valuable like where they're a big dog or a big favorite i'm gonna play the other team back the other way too not not tonight because that's not the way the market is but that game to go to overtime uh, i think is a really fun angle just for the next couple weeks there's some action uh and then lastly uh, Logan Thompson is completely out of gas for the Vegas Golden Knights. They're not getting Aiden Hill back for at least a couple more games. He might travel on their next road trip. Um, he's been out way longer than anyone thought, and Logan Thompson's had to start almost every single time. And these games have become like five, four crazy games. I don't think he really has anything left in the tank. Uh, the total tonight against the Sabres, who have been pretty good, yeah, like pretty good recently, six and a half uh, over. So Rangers, like quick shutout, kind of low scoring win type stuff. Nashville, Bruins Islanders to go to overtime, and the over in the Sabres Golden Knights game. 
I, I will say, with so when I first looked at the card for tonight, I'm thinking, okay, if Shesterkin's playing tonight, I'm definitely going to bet Anaheim. Uh, but if Quick's yeah. going to play, I, I honestly, like, I the Rangers just got smashed the other night by Toronto. Yeah. Kind of feels yeah, like this is, like, like get-right spot for the Rangers. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, so Rangers, Rangers, Rangers puck line, perhaps. Uh, minus 125 is the price at, at BetMGM. Rangers minus a goal and a half. Um, the over in the Islanders game. And I think one of the reasons, and, like, I, I don't know. Alex, if you have an answer to this, just like crack your mic and because Alex is a huge Islander fan, goes to a lot of the games, lives on Long Island. It feels like the Islanders have had a lot of leads and then they blow leads at the ends of games and these games go to overtime. And I think like that maybe is one of the reasons why because they're always up at the end of games and they let up goals in the final couple of minutes and the fans go absolutely ballistic. And because I'm from New York, like I, a lot of my friends are Islander fans and I see people going ballistic on social media and in my text, Alex writing, it's true in the chat. Maybe, Ken, that's one of the reasons is that the profile of this team with this coach is that this is what they do. They kind of like yak it away at the ends of games. So if they're up by sure. one at the end, like you're probably going overtime for, for, for what it's worth. Now, Alex does right. They've won six of their last seven. And like they yacked it away against Toronto the other night and then won like immediately when overtime started. Uh, Ryan's cousin, Bo Horvat. A lot of yakking. Uh, Ryan's cousin, Bo Horvat, scoring it uh, in overtime for the Islanders to win that game. But this is like, we've done this a couple times this week. Like, star goalies on reputation who haven't played as well this year. The Bruins' best goalie this year has been Jeremy Swayman, not reigning Vezina winner Linus Olmark. And Sorokin has not been the Islanders' best goalie. It's been Simeon Var Varlamov. So tonight is Olmark and Sorokin over five and a half with the Bruins and the Islanders. And I want to play the Sabres-Knights game a different way. Can you bet the over in the game? I, I would bet the under if I had to bet the total. I took a shot the other night with Buffalo um, and a big... Um, who did they play the other night? They got whacked. Colorado. They got waxed yeah, in the game. Like 5-1 That was with... 5-1, yeah. exactly. That was with uh, Oompa Loompa Lekkanen starting. And he's like six foot eight, which is like the really funny. Just like, uh, whatever. Um, Devin Levi, though, who was uh, nice, who was really bad to start the season, like, was I, th I think was sent down to the AHL or didn't play for two weeks. Since he came back, Bruins on December 7th allowed allowed only one goal in a 3-1 win. Against Montreal, allowed two goals at 29 saves. They lost the game in overtime. And then this past Monday, played against the Arizona Coyotes, only allowed two goals in the game, and Buffalo won 5-2. So if it's true that, like, Logan Thompson's completely out of gas in this game, and maybe the Sabres can get a couple goals by him here, I kind of trust Levi here, who's been awesome. So strap on your favorite pair of 501s, and let's bet the Sabres to win this game outright on the road in Vegas against the Knights. So over with the, uh, the Bruins and the Islanders. Give me the Buffalo Sabres on the money line and my New York Rangers with Jonathan Quick on the puck line to take down the mighty Ducks of Anaheim. All right, and those are our bets of steel for tonight, which means we can turn our attention now, Jake, to the uh, hashtag hardwood with our NBA best of the best. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Ready for whatever may come. And when it comes to the sports books, they'll show no mercy with their NBA best of the best on You Better You Bet. Ken Barkley. So hot right now. Like Hansel, betting sides in the NBA. 
tail in Ken Barkley has been great this week in the association. Kenny, uh, you got any props? You got any totals, obviously, but kind of lay, lay, your, lay your favorite side or a couple sides on us here uh, for the NBA on a Friday night. Yeah, there's uh, a couple things that it's just it's been it's been really fun. Like I just I like this, so it wins. I like this, so it wins. It's not, it's not going to go that way all the time. Um, but I I have two sides that I really really like for sure, and then a third I I need injury clarity on to make a bet. But we had that last night with the Timberwolves. McDaniel's and Edwards both play. They smashed Dallas in the second half of the game, which was awesome. Um, and then the the Kings, which was my favorite bet one, also uh, great. I mean, Fox and SGA back and forth in the fourth quarter was like really really fun to watch last night. Uh, favorite side tonight is like a side that nobody likes. There's just no way, and I know it's nobody likes it because it's getting bet out the other way. And I I just don't really get it. I guess um, I really like the Wizards tonight, and I know that's crazy. They're uh, the stats: the Wizards, the Spurs, and the Pistons are like one in thirty seven the last whatever like month or whatever it is. Um, the Pacers come off the in season tournament where they are, their reputation could not possibly be higher, could not be higher. And they play the Pistons, who are like seven points worse than everyone, on the road, and the game closes Pacers seven and a half. And they uh, and they barely cover in the game. It doesn't matter even what the score is. Like they, So they play that game, they get throttled by Milwaukee, and now they play the Wizards, and it's eight and a half. And the Wizards, first of all, destroyed the Pistons a couple weeks ago, are rated completely differently than them. Can someone explain this to me? Like, I honestly don't understand this. Are we still like the Pacers are still trading like a team that's like awesome when they're just an average team with the number one offense and like the number 30 defense? Like, crazy to me. The total in the game for what's worth is 260, by the way. So I'm sure that has something to do with why the spread's a little bigger, but like way too much, way too much. Uh, I really like the Wizards in the game. It's my favorite bet tonight by far. Uh, I can't believe I actually am saying this. I think it's a really, really good buy low opportunity on the Celtics tonight. So they're going to sit all their bigs. Porzingis isn't going to play. Cornette's not going to play. Well, we don't think Porzingis is going to play. And Horford's out. So Horford and Cornette for sure aren't going to play. Um, Jim's son. And then Porzingis probably isn't going to play. So like, Great reference. Cool. Just cool. So like, tennis, okay. He'll, like, he'll, be wow. si- he'll be sitting on the sideline with his tennis racket over, over <laughs> right, his shoulder. Exactly. Need him to come into the ring and like hit Paolo Bancaro in the back. So the... Uh, the price on this has gone down, like Orlando's gotten bet because the, the, the Celtics don't have any bigs. Great. Uh, this is an easy motivational spot for Boston. Also, they're like the best team in the league in the regular season. So first of all, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, they're all playing. Uh, Boston's worst game of the season by far so far this year. They went to Orlando and got absolutely trucked and like didn't try in the fourth quarter and got slammed by everybody. This is a really, really easy, actually. it's lo- It looks like a schedule loss. That's why it's getting bets. The third and four nights and Orlando's coming in with a ton of rest. These extra rest games have not gone the way anybody thought so far. Lakers lose to Dallas off extra rest. It's happened a couple other times off the in-season tournament. Really, really wait as long as possible. 7.39 p.m. Eastern, I'm betting the Boston Celtics and actually feeling really good about it. Maybe they dump the game. They're not really a team that does that, though. Uh, so those two I really like. Last one, if Desmond Bain plays, he's questionable with an illness. This is a rematch game against Houston. Houston is like 26 points worse on the road than they are at home this year per 100 possessions. It's like the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Uh, really like Memphis need Bain to play. So like the Wizards, like the Celtics, if Bain plays, like the Grizzlies. Do you think that's maybe like I was gonna say no because we would all it would, it's only over the course of the last week. What I was gonna say about rest in the NBA maybe like because the teams teams had so much time off well, for the in like season tournament. Three but plus that's... days off again. What do we talk about with pitchers out of habit? Right, three plus days off has not gone well for like a bunch of these teams the last few weeks. Even off the in season tournament, even before it. Boston Celtics sitting the bigs uh, for tonight. <laughs> give me some give me some prop bets here tonight. 
So only one of these guys is listed right now. The other two are good. Like, Jaron Jackson's playing tonight, right, for the Grizzlies. I looked at I looked like four times at the injury report. He's yeah. playing tonight. Okay. Yeah, Bane's, so the only Bane guy, is the, Bane's the only guy we don't know about. Yeah. Well, and, and he's the only guy listed right now. It, it almost like if Jaron Jackson's points prop, and like I haven't seen it at BetMGM, if Jackson's points prop is like anywhere in like the low to mid twenties, which is what it's been, he's back to back forty point games. It feels like the like the switch has been flipped. He's figured something out. Jaron Jackson overs. I'll give I'll give and I got two other two other props for tonight in the NBA. We'll give them out on the other side, and then we will hit all three games coming up Sun, uh, Saturday in the National Football League side in total and thy Royal Prop King coming up next here on You Better You Bet. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, I'll close my props for tonight in a second, but Ken, we got you. We just got a piece of injury news that impacts the game that you just talked about in the last segment. You want to share it with our audience and kind of like how you feel about uh, about that game? Yeah, Jenkins at the pregame media availability said Desmond Bain's on track to play tonight for uh, for Memphis. Uh, as they host Houston, this is a home and home of a game that was played a couple days ago that Houston won and covered in uh, at home where they're just absolutely insane. Now, obviously, the game's in Memphis uh, with Bain playing and the price still basically like three and a half, four. Um, it's kind of between those two numbers. And there might be a, a slight adjustment with Bain playing now uh, back down again. Uh, I would Memphis like even like three or three and a half if you're late to it. Three is probably the last number I'd play, but like full possession dog still like Memphis in the rematch. And uh um, hopefully an interesting team to talk about next week. John Morant slated to return from suspension next week. So that's a conversation we'll have at that point. Yeah, it's like that. I, I kind of think they're going to be at least in a game-by-game -game basis. Maybe they're too far out of it right now in order to like to do something this season. But it could be yeah. very interesting, Ken, as far as game-by-game -game is concerned. Okay, so for prop-wise, I talked about Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, MGM will post him eventually. Um as long as it's in, like, the low to mid-20s, I think this is, like, even if it's, like, 25 and a half, he's been so good. Like, this gravy train, I think, will last until as long as John Moran's back, and then we'll go from there. Um, one one player that is listed and then a player that's not right now that I expect will be before the game starts, um, Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. He's been awesome for Charlotte. And while LaMelo Ball is out for the Hornets, like, I, I expect Scary Terry just to completely dominate. By the way, 22 and a half, I think other sports books are hanging right now in Triple J. Um, yeah, I love that for Jaron Jackson Jr., over 22 and a half points. Terry Rozier has been amazing recently, I know, because he's on my season-long fantasy basketball team. He's been absolutely dominating in the absence of LaMelo Ball. So I don't want to play his points over because his points kind of like can fluctuate a little bit, but the assists have been there as well for Terry Rozier. So tonight... Uh, for the Hornets, let's play Terry Rozier over 32.5 points and assists combined. So Rozier over points and assists. And then the last guy will be, and we'll we'll see like when this gets posted. And I talked about him yesterday. Malachi Branham for the San Antonio Spurs is like is really, really playing well, like starting to earn the trust of Greg Popovich. And uh and and I, I think he's worth playing on. And I have his game log up here just for some context as to what he's done recently here. Branham is uh double digits in four of his last five games, and the game that he, he barely played in the one game that, that he didn't go over in. But uh, 19 points against the Lakers on Wednesday, 13 against the Rockets on Monday, 10 against the Bulls last Friday. So if and when these Branham pops get props get posted, anything in the single digits, uh, let's go over Malachi Branham points tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. And those are my NBA bets for tonight. After, uh, by the way, by the way, Clean sweep last night for props for your boy. Mm. Thankfully, Malcolm. Thank, thankfully, Malcolm Brogdon played and got me off the shade and sharp. Uh, oh, right. just one other prop note here in the NBA. 
Uh, do we feel like Scoot Henderson has turned the corner for Portland and is going to start, like, maybe not dominating, but playing better? Had a really nice game last night for the Blazers in a losing fashion, obviously, to Utah. My understanding, just because some, uh, some analytics guy I follow on Twitter pointed this out, because, like, a lot of people were retweeting his stat line, I guess, like, all of that was in garbage time when they were down a million. So, like, the final number looks good, but, like, I don't know if, like, in a normal competitive game, that's what you're going to get. I'm just re- sort of reporting what I saw. Uh, I didn't – that was one of the games I didn't watch last night, but just, like, so maybe is the answer. But I, I'm always a little skeptical when it's, like, blowout stuff and we're, like, patent stats. That makes sense. That's why I ask. Okay, so Jaron Jackson Jr., Terry Rozier, Malachi Branham, the three guys that I'm looking at for tonight in the association. Okay. Uh, we'll get to Week 15 NFL Sunday coming up next segments on the show. But for now, we're going to give you all our bets for Saturday slate, three games in the National Football League, including thy royal prop king, which means it's time for Jake to lay down that Mario music. Absolutely love it. Our Week 15 NFL Saturday betting sojourn begins in Cincinnati with Jake Browning and the Bengals hosting Nick Mullins and the Minnesota Vikings, two seven and six teams. High leverage game for both of these teams trying to get into their respective playoffs. Cincinnati can in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total in the game is 40 and a half. Injury wise here, the thing that's going to impact things the most for fantasy players and prop bettors, Alexander Madison out for the Minnesota Vikings. Ty Chandler will be the Minnesota's RB1 in this game. And Justin Jefferson uh, is going to play. Remember, he left last week's game with a chest injury. Jefferson, good to go. Full practice. He will play coming up tomorrow for the Minnesota Vikings. Ken Betts here, side and total. Analysis, please, for Minnesota and Cincinnati. I don't think there's anything particularly crazy going on in this market. Uh, I feel like I have stronger opinions about the other games. Um, we, early in the week, when it was three and a half, like 110, closer to that number, it was, you know, I, I like Minnesota at more than a field goal, a team that likes to play a lot of really close games. I feel like the Bengals are probably trading at like a really high price right now for them because of the two performances that Jake Browning has had. So those things in combination, right? Like Bengals probably perception-wise good. Number more than three with a team that plays close games is, is pretty appealing. If it got back to that tomorrow, like three and a half, 110, 115. I think Minnesota's okay at that price as a play on, honestly, with Jefferson uh, and his status. Uh, the total in the game is just interesting for this reason, real quick. We, we saw what the Raiders did last night, and I think everyone had the same thought based on what we'd heard going into the game. The Vikings shut out this team, and the perception of the Vikings' defense the last few weeks has been that they've been playing at a really, really high level. I don't know if how much of that is like smoke or just uh, circumstance, like just that they happen to play a couple of good games in a row. But man, like if they're actually that good, then... You know, a game that kind of seemed like an over game to me with a team like Cincinnati. Maybe it isn't. So just like a little skeptical now about like what side of the total I'd bet. Uh, three and a half, if it appears for Minnesota, would be a bet for me. I, I think, Ken, I'm with you here on this, on the three and a half for Minnesota, but need like a three and a half in order to make the bet yeah. on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, so I honestly like, I hate to say it, but I don't think there's a lot going on in this game. Like I know like 
it's easier to stomach on a Sunday when there's like a million other games, not because it's an island game. All these games are island games. I'll have some props on this game. Unless it's Minnesota plus three and a half minus 110, I'm not going to have a bet on the side or total of this game. But good news is uh, I'll definitely have a bet on the second game. We'll talk about it in a second. And Ken, maybe you can talk me into something on the night game where I, I, I feel like I should bet Detroit, but I really don't want to. Uh, so let's, let's go to the second game here now. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Steelers and the Colts in Indianapolis, where Indy is a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. The total is 42-and-a-half. And for Pittsburgh, the Steelers getting good injury news over the course of the week. Both TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith will will play for the Steelers. Uh, both their best pass rushers, Watt clearing concussion protocol, both will play. Kenny Pickett out. Mitch Trubisky gets another start. And just in case fantasy players like Holden, I hope Jonathan Taylor is going to be back. Uh, maybe he will be, but it won't be this week. The big bouse, Zach Mouse, gets another start at running back for the Colts. Ken Betts here, please, for Indy and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think uh, with Watt and Highsmith confirmed playing and the to- and the spread existing in this range, this is gift-wrapped for a two-team six-point teaser. Steelers one-and-a-half to seven-and-a-half. Uh, it's the by far the best teaser game, I think, on the board this week. There are a couple other options to pair it with, just because I won't. we won't do this with Denver and Detroit at all. Uh, Kansas City eight to two would be the probably my favorite. So basically, like, Mahomes to beat the Patriots, Steelers to lose by seven or less, to need out off the New England game with extra time. I mean, it's just like, like, I feel very confident that they'll at least be competitive in the game. I don't know if they're going to win or not, probably goes down to the wire or whatever. So I like that traditional one. If you want something just for the game, I actually, and I almost never do this, but the way the numbers set up, I kind of like it. Uh, Steelers to seven and a half with over 36 and a half. So you get under 37 Love. on the total. Um, you know, sort of like a key number in that range for total. So you get under that amount to play over. So you'd play a two-team six-point teaser, and you take the Steelers and the over, uh, as long as the total is 42 and a half or less, and the side obviously fits as well. Um, so nothing like one and a half, 42. I like the over in the game. I'll probably have a couple bucks on it, but I kind of like manipulating it with these teasers a lot more. If you had to pick the winner of the game, what would you want to do? Now that those guys are playing, I'd probably pick Pittsburgh. It's it's really tough, right? I was I wanted to bet Indy yeah. earlier in the week, and it feels like now with like Watt and Ty Smith playing, feels like it's a little bit yeah. of a uh, of a trickier proposition. Look, we talked about the over this week on the show. Uh, I'm on the over here, over 42 and a half. Where hashtag Shane Steichen overs a million plays are going to get run here, and it's not just like Shane Steichen running all these plays. And Ken, like we talk about this a lot, right? Like the Steelers like coming off two of the worst offensive performances you could imagine of uh, getting shut down by Kyler Murray and the Cardinals in the game that kept getting stopped and started because of like lightning in the Pittsburgh area. And then what we saw last Thursday night, now they did a little better in the second half, but a miserable offensive performance in the upset loss uh, to the New England Patriots. My expectation is with uh, with extra rest here going into this game, I think you'll get a better Steelers performance on offense and this Colts defense, certainly nothing to write home about. Over in the game, I love India, excuse me, Pittsburgh as a teaser like Pittsburgh and Kansas City would be my preferred option at the numbers that are currently available. And uh, listen, I, I I like action. It's an island game. I think I'll probably do your teaser also with the over. I like the over in the game anyway, and I like Pittsburgh as a teaser like So I like that as well. And Ken, we'll go to the last game on Saturday night, Saturday night's main event. Ding, ding. Uh, the Detroit Lions, four and a half point home favorites against Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, hashtag our guys, and the Denver Broncos. The total in the game has been bet up to 48. Now, 
the stuff that we'll have to monitor here going into tomorrow night, I actually think this does matter as far as the point spread. Not the point spread, but betting the game is concerned. The Lions have really been struggling on offense. The offensive line has been decimated by injuries to a degree here. It looks like Frank Ragnow, like star center and star tackle Taylor Decker, both are going to be back tomorrow night helping to protect Jared Goff at home here. Uh, I think that matters. Doesn't mean I'm going to bet Detroit. I'm actually I'm looking to get talked into something here on this game. So, Ken, maybe you can do it. Lions four and a half at home, total of 48. Yeah, I think uh, I read the same thing you did about the offensive line. I'm kind of proceeding like they're playing um, as they participate. Both practiced in full today. Right. Yep, both practiced because in they, full Because today. they practiced. And I, this is like, this is pretty square. I, I really like the over in this game. It's 48. It's a really high number, to be fair, in like modern NFL. Like you're you're going to put like, go, like Lions off a terrible game at home with like the offensive line back, the scoring conditions in these home games for Detroit have already been like been electric the whole time. I think Russell Wilson like trailing can actually have a lot of success generating explosive pass plays down the field. It gets Denver out of this like conservative under game plan that they've been in for like four or five weeks. Um, I think the Lions race out and the and the Broncos have to catch them. I, the side of the game I have no opinion on, honestly. I think it's probably like I, I kind of agree with it, honestly. Uh, but I, I I do like the over a bit of a square bet, but 48. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Is there, just because people ask, is there a buy point for, like, both teams on this game? Or, like, I'm assuming you'd bet Denver plus six? I think we're, like, halfway. I think we're halfway to it. Like, three, I'd bet the Lions, and six, I'd bet the Broncos. I think I I agree. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I do. So, no bet for me on the side of the total of the game. I'll have some props coming up. So, for me, it's, like, really just, like, the over and, like, Steelers teasers. And then we'll bet a couple props coming up tomorrow night, as you will see coming up in the next segment. Bunch of games that I like on Sunday. But for now, let's get to the props. For Saturday, as the prop king descends down from thy royal throne, traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the morons, to give you prop bets coming up for Saturday's NFL action. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos! All hail King Costos! Oh wait, how about like credit credit to me? Alex Erickson touchdown last night, eleven to one. Listen, Aiden O'Connell went over. Just saying, but we did hit the Alex Erickson anytime touchdown at a huge price. So all these things did happen. All right. We'll go game by game here. Got one yardage prop in each game and then anytime touchdowns in all the games. We'll start with Cincinnati and Minnesota, where thy royal, Jake Browning, the average depth of target, the A dot for the stat nerds out there, like me, I like this stuff, right? Like the A dot when Joe Burrow plays is further down the field because Burrow you know, is a better quarterback, obviously. Since he is making this happen with, whoa, it's a smoke and mirrors. And uh, Browning is basically throwing the ball like four yards, like, past the line of scrimmage. Like, it's all dink and dunk, which is fine. They're winning, so why would they stop doing it? And as part of this offense, and think about also the opponent here, it's the extremely blitz-happy Minnesota Vikings with Brian Flores. So we have seen the last couple weeks Joe Mixon get peppered in the pass game by Jake Browning. Now think about it again, the stylistic matchup here. Here comes the blitz. What's Browning going to do? Go to his binky, um, like, who's standing right next to him, Joe Mixon. Mixon 
over 25 and a half receiving yards. Steelers and the Colts like the over in the game. I think you get a bounce back performance from the Steelers offense. Who's the receiver that Mitchell Trubisky likes to throw to the most? He's been targeted the most by Trubisky and all his, uh, his uh, what he's played this year for Pittsburgh. It's Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson over 44 and a half receiving yards. Lions and the Broncos. Let's not overthink it. Broncos get slammed by opposing tight ends. I think this lines up for a big Sam Laporta game. Sam Laporta over 46 and a half receiving yards. Anytime touchdowns, Vikings and Bengals. Chase Brown, I agree with Brad Evans. It's a really explosive running back. Chase Brown, anytime touchdown. And the guy behind the guy, everyone's going to look to pay, play Ty Chandler. We will play Kane Wangwu who I think is actually awesome, and he's going to get opportunities. Obviously, Chandler's not getting 100% of the carries. Kane Wangwu, anytime touchdown. For the Colts and the Steelers, the Colts have four running back, four tight ends that they use. It looks like one has emerged above the rest. Will Mallory, Will Mallory, anytime touchdown. And then, like, I, I can't keep playing these Jamison Williams over receiving yards because it doesn't get targeted in the game. If Josh Reynolds doesn't play, by the way, he's questionable, then we can play Jamison Williams over receiving yards. But let's take a shot at J-Mo, anytime touchdown. They use him on end arounds. They'll probably take a deep shot or two to him in this game in a game with a total of 48. Those are the props for Saturday. Coming up next, side and total bets, Week 15. NFL Sunday. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, we're going to pay the bills here, and then we will uh, get back to the picks. Week 15 NFL Sunday. BetMGM is our show sponsor. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, and BetMGM offering some of the best odds in the game for first touchdown props and the futures market in the National Football League. All season long. Lines on the move for all the games Saturday and Sunday right now in the NFL. Check them out. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. Also, check out the BetQL app for the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks, including five-star plays like Bradley Beal over points tonight against the New York Knicks. We had great guests on the show today. Sam Paniotovich, Colin Wilson, Anthony DeBundo, Brian Campbell. How good was BC on the show? We got to have Brian Campbell back on the show talking UFC. And Brad Evans, our executive producer, Alex, our technical director, Sean, smile on his mouth, hand on his heart. Our engineer is Jake, and our video producer, Mike. BetMGM tonight is coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza. All right, back to the picks, which means, Jake, we need the Mario music. All right, our Week 15 NFL betting sojourn on Sunday, Ken, begins in Cleveland with the Browns and the Bears. Uh, Cleveland right now in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point favorite, so the number is three at BetMGM, minus 15 towards Chicago. The total here is 38-and-a-half. The good news is Amari Cooper is going to play in this game for the Browns. He's off the injury report. DJ Moore looks like he's going to play for Chicago. We'll talk more about this, obviously, on Sunday. Ken Betts here for Chicago and Cleveland. I know there's a lot of interest in Chicago in this game because the Browns are so injured, especially on the offensive line. But the Browns have also, or the Bears rather, have also, uh, the team that it seems like everybody wants in the game, also won, like, what, uh, three out of four. They've covered three straight. 
It's like seems I, to just my opinion. It seems like it's really unlikely you're getting some kind of awesome price on them because they've been so successful for a pretty sustained period of time, and now everyone's talking about it. Um, that feels like that's baked into the market a little bit. Uh, if anything, in this game, uh, I would hope that the injury report for Cleveland pushes this to two and a half. Uh, I'd probably bet Cleveland. That'll happen on Sunday. Uh, I I took three and a half earlier in the week. Three, I have no interest. Two and a half, I have no interest with with, uh, with Chicago. Uh, I don't think the three and a half is coming back, so nothing to do there. I will say I've been thinking about taking the under in this game. Um, Cleveland's defense versus Justin Fields. And on the flip side, an injury-battered Cleveland offensive line with a gargoyle statue at quarterback um, against the Chicago defense that has been pretty ferocious. So under for me. I haven't bet it yet. We'll talk about it more in a Sunday conversation. All right, Ken. Packers and the Buccaneers, the Battle of the Bay. This one going to take place in Lambeau. Uh, Green Bay in between a three and a three and a half point favorite. The total in this game is 42 and a half. And as always, we got to talk about some of the Packers injury stuff on offense. Christian Watson's not going to play in this game with his hamstring. He's listed as doubtful, but is not going to play. We don't know if A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones is going to play. They're both listed as questionable with various injuries. Dontravian Wicks is questionable, although we think he's going to go, and he's the one-for-one replacement for Christian Watson. And the Bucks missing a number of players on defense. Again, Davis out. Vea is doubtful. Uh, not great there. And, and Chris Godwin apparently going to be a game-time decision for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ken Betts for Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I think this is one where I, I just agree with the market between three and three and a half. Honestly, if it went one way or another, I don't think that would even create a bet for me. Um, I, just, I think I just agree that the Packers should be favored by about this amount in the game. Uh, even with all of Tampa's injuries, I think that's just what, get, what gets you to the three and three and a half. I have nothing on the game. I would have interest in Green Bay at a flat three. Uh, we're not there yet. We can talk about this more coming up on Sunday. And I'll just think like Desmond Ritter like shredded this Buccaneer secondary last week. To me, that is way more about Tampa's defense being not great than it is about Desmond Ritter. I think this could be a bounce back game for Jordan Love. Ken, let's go to the AFC South. Titans, three and a half point home favorites against the Texans, 36 and a half the total. The headliner here, CJ Stroud out, Nico Collins out. That's how we get to three and a half. Davis Mills starts for the Texans. Yeah, we've already uh, we've already found our resistance point on Houston. Uh, there were fours all over the board earlier today, and they all got bet on Houston. So I think we know like if the number gets that high, there's a lot of interest. We had Adam Chernoff come on and basically say he was going to bet Houston at whatever the highest price was. Um, we already see the resistance. Like this isn't a number that just keeps going. And uh, and I'm with those people. I, I like Houston at more than a field goal in the game. It is it almost has nothing to do with them, and it's kind of like a, a Saints based play. Will Levis and the Titans expected to win a game by margin against a functional NFL franchise? So, you know, not like the Chargers or something. Uh, I, I would just like the dog in that situation basically every single time. Uh, Texans for me, I will probably bet some three and a half tonight. I actually think there's a chance this comes back to three because I think there's a lot of people that agree with me. And I think we already saw that with the fours all getting bet. Like, like, will Levis to win a game by four? Like, maybe it's, it, it can happen, of course. Just like, I wouldn't bet on it. I'm with Ken on Houston. Ken, let's go to the Dolphins and the Jets in Miami. Miami, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Total here is 37. Like, big-time win potentially here. Some rain potentially here in South Florida on Sunday. And uh, Tyreek Hill doesn't practice all week. Questionable. Mike McDaniel saying, like, it'll be up to, like, conversations with Tyreek and the trainers to see if he is going to play in this game coming up on Sunday. I uh, can't can't really give anything for the game right now, honestly, like don't know what the weather is going to be. Don't know whether Tyreek Hill is going to play the have, have to give out stuff on Sunday before the game starts when we know both of those things. The only thing I would say I would share is just it looks like the weather might turn and not be a problem. It actually looks like that's possible right now. If that happens and he misses like it's, Tyreek's out for the game and the weather's fine. 
Like, I think you're going to get Miami back in teaser range in this game. And I would I would tease them as long as the weather. Like, you start throwing b weird weather and all kinds of stuff in this. I'm not interested. You make this a normal football game and I get to tease Zach Wilson to lose, then I'm going to want to do it. So, again, I, I'm not betting anything. Totally waiting till Sunday on this. Not trying to get ahead of any news either. It's not just the weather, by the way, and it's not just Tyreek. It's also this Dolphins offensive line who lost Connor Williams for the season on Monday. A bunch of offensive linemen on the injury report listed as questionable. In the interest of time, I won't name them. We'll talk about this more coming up on Sunday when we have more injury clarity. This is a 1 o'clock Eastern time game, so we'll get the info before we're off the air on Sunday. Ken, let's go to Foxborough Chiefs, 8.5-point road favorites at the Patriots. The total here is 37. Pacheco out another game for the Chiefs. Ramondre Stevenson out another game for the Patriots. Uh, I used the Chiefs in a two-team six-point teaser with the Steelers, and uh, and that's it. And that's all I have here. Ah, uh, great. Same. <laughs> and I also teased the Chiefs with the Dolphins earlier this week. So Chiefs teasers, absolutely love it. And uh, we'll talk more on Sunday. Uh, Giants and the Saints in the Big Easy. Uh, Saints in between a five and five and a half point favorite. So the sixes are gone for now, at least on the Giants. The total in the game is 39 as Tommy DeVito draws another start. Maybe Darren Waller will be back for this game. And Chris Olave, like very much in question for this one. Obviously the number one target for Derek Carr in the passing game. Uh, no bets on the game right now for me. I think the valuable numbers on the Giants are gone. Uh, I'll be rooting for the Giants in this game because if they win, uh, I win every Saints win total bet I placed the entire season. They all, uh, Some of them have clinched already. All of them will clinch if the Giants win this game, but uh, I think the market's not something I want to bet into. Great. Let's go Giants. Uh, I took six with the Giants, so there's nothing to talk about now. Let's see where this line is coming up on Sunday. Falcons and the Panthers in Carolina. Atlanta in between a three and a three and a half point road favorite. Total here is 33 and a half. I'll go first. Talked about it earlier in the week. It's uh, Atlanta. It's, it's nothing to do with Atlanta. It's I get to bet against Carolina. Three and I push. More than three, I win. Uh, give me the Falcons here. Love Atlanta laying it against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, no bets for me in the game. Uh, totally get why the interest in Atlanta. You just get to bet against a really bad team. I get it. It's like betting against the Pistons. Um, no bets for me right now in the game. All right, Commanders and the Rams in Los Angeles. Rams have been, this this point spread hasn't moved all week. Rams have been a six and a half point favorite. The total has gone up though, Ken. The total sitting right now at 50 and a half. No Brian Robinson for the Commanders. Get him out of your fantasy lineups if he's in. No bets for me right now. Market hasn't moved the entire week. Kind of just agree with it. I uh, would maybe consider teasing the Rams to win with the over um, just to have some action in the game, but that's about it. Yeah, I think like side is right. I think it's perfect. If one at the seven, I'd consider Washington, uh, but we're not there yet. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. No bets for me right now on the Rams and the commies. Niners and the Cardinals in the desert. Arizona coming off its bye. San Francisco in between a 12 and a 12 and a half point favorite. Totals 48 and a half. Hollywood Brown's going to be questionable for this game. I think he'll probably play um, based off like how the last couple weeks have gone. My guess is he'll play. Um, Ken, Arizona's gotten bet consistently from open. This opened 14, sat at 13, now in between 12 and 12 and a half on the underdog Cardinals. Yeah, my bet in this game is is the same as what I talked about on Monday, and it's just the over. Um, the way the Niners' offense is running right now, the way Arizona allows just buckets of yards to explosive plays down the field, uh, and this seems just seems like a perfect match, honestly, with how the two teams are playing right now. Uh, over forty eight, uh, no bet on the side for me. Uh, no bet for me on this game yet. It kind of feels like if like people want to bet Arizona, like I don't know, like you had fourteen or thirteen available. Maybe they can maybe they can fall inside this number too. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. Ken Buffalo and Dallas game of the week. Bills a two point home favorite. Total is fifty. 
Just uh, not sure what I want to do here, honestly, yet. Uh, have no bets on the game. Have a ton of rooting interest. Bills, Futures, Dak, MVP, all kind of going against each other here. Uh, need to know a little bit more about the weather probably on Sunday before making decisions. Uh, we've had a lot of people on the show. They all like Buffalo for what it's worth. Smart people, too. Everybody likes Buffalo. Uh, no bets for me yet on the game. Uh, I like Buffalo also. Whether I'm smart or not is can be up for debate, but I like the Bills in the game. Minus 130 on the money line, laying the two. Give me Buffalo uh, on Sunday against Dallas. Talk about it more on Sunday. And Ken, we'll close in like another potential weather game on Sunday night with the Ravens in between a three and three and a half point road favorite at Jacksonville. For what it's worth, the number in the market is three, minus 15 towards the Ravens. The total has actually dropped to 42 and a half. I like the over earlier in the week. This is weather related. If the weather's going to be clear, like I think they kind of sail over this total. Uh, your thoughts here on Baltimore and Jacksonville. Yeah, also, like, if the weather's going to be okay, like, I think the Ravens kind of throttle them, honestly, with how Trevor Lawrence is right now. Um, the Ravens, I think, are just better than this number. Uh, need to think about it a little more, but it would be Baltimore or nothing. No opinion on the total until, again, until we know more about the weather. Going to be a lot of uh, a lot of Sunday, hashtag Sunday conversations going on. Now, but like, you think, like, if the weather is going to be okay, there's no way this is the close. Like, it's going to close three and a half or four. Yeah, and the total probably closes like 43 and a half or 44. Something like that would be yeah. my guess. Yes, I, I like the over, but like need, but we may need, not need know. to have a weather report. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a giant weather system going through Florida on Sunday that affects both Florida games. We may not know until like hours before kickoff, like when when does it let up? That in this game, because it's the night game, that's the question. Like when does it stop? In the Jets game, it's kind of like, does anything actually go through in Miami? That's like the question. All right, and those are our bets as it stands right now and analysis coming up Week 15 NFL Sunday. Ken and I back on the air Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Just want to reiterate for the people that have stuck with us here on the live show and the on, and the streams on YouTube and Twitch, if you sent in your bets and we didn't get to them, we apologize. We're going to we're gonna have a lot more time allotted to do this in the future. We will get to all of your stuff, so we apologize. Ken, have a great, like, 36 hours, and I'll talk to you on Sunday morning. Sounds good. Good luck, everybody. Have a great weekend. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. Until we And also, enjoy the games coming up tomorrow on a Saturday. Until we meet again, dear listener and dear viewer, I am Nick Costos, and I am wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Sunday morning, 11 a.m. We'll see you there.